Everybody. Welcome back. This is Nerd Splaining. This is your host, Eric Silva. Along with me is my favorite co-host, Mr. Jose Romero. How you doing, sir? Not too bad. Good to be here. I'm, I'm nerd stuff to get into here. Jose, I we have so much news. Jose, let us know what's going on with the news. Let's take a trip to the trailer park. Nice. A couple of big ones uh, dropped. I think it's Bears discussing. Cool. Let's start. And it's both HBO Max, which is coming on strong yes. over the next month and a half or so. But let's talk about the Zack Snyder cut. They released its, I guess, if on the third trailer was the first real kind of trailer that he's dropped. Right. Non-teaser version. So right. So we got a, all its glory. So some way I think we're both anticipating, uh, I'm not sure for good reasons or not, but <laughs> just, just judging the trailer. We don't know what the movie is going to be like. We have no clue. We may think it's going to suck and maybe it will. But the trailer itself, you saw it. What do you think? Okay. So uh, I, I have many feelings about this trailer. Uh, let's go uh, straight to the the main thing that everyone's talking about, Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's just let's, <laughs> let's just get to where the, the getting's good. I, first off, I kind of like the not tattooed face. So the sure. fact that all that is gone is fantastic. I like the fact that he's wearing something that looks like a mix between an insane asylum outfit and like a butcher's costume. Like I don't know, like you know, I like the the, the long scraggly hair. I think it's it, it looks good on Joker's. Uh, you know, I, ever since Heath Ledger did it, like I just like the messy. Like it just makes it feel more Jokery, more chaotic. Here's the thing, everyone focusing on like his oh like we live in a society uh oh, line meme thing right, yeah right and it, it's fine i don't know if it was made specifically because of the meme or whatever the case it's fine my big thing that i feel like no one's talking about is his voice is the way he's the manner of speaking sounds different i'm putting out there big uh theory on this one dark side or or something because of dark side they ripped out his tongue and so be, because of that is why he sounds so different than he did in suicide squad maybe Maybe, you know, the Joker was just being the Joker, being an asshole towards Darkseid. And Darkseid is like, I've had enough of you and just ripped it out. (laughs) And so then he's like, I'll let you keep your life, but know your place. And because of that, when Batman finally confronts him, he's like, hi, Batman. He's like. We used to live in a society. I would say this. I, I won't take the simpler approach to that. I just think Zach's like, dude, can you do better on the Suicide Squad? Okay, I got this. And I, that's where that's that's the genesis of that new voice. Because he, he lo- you're right, he looks ten times better. Right. And he sounds better too. Not, not that that's I mean it's a little bar set by him. Sure. But I, it does sound better for whatever that's worth. If you look at the past four jokers that we had, that Suicide Squad was the worst one out of all of them. Oh, yeah. like, Easily, yeah. So the visually, it's I, I thought night and day, hundred times better. This should have been it. I will say this as well. I I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast Ugh. and I was and he had mentioned something because I just saw a movie on HBO Max speaking of HBO Max called The Little Things. You watch The Little Things? Unfortunately, I did. Yes. Yeah. So you understand how I felt like I, and I, we haven't even talked about this. But we're talking about stretch in the air. Sort of spoilers, but not. Let's talk about the ending of the movie first to kind of give my biggest problem of the movie is that when the movie ends, they've completely abandoned the original conceit of the movie, which is to find a killer. <laughs> right. <laughs> that dude is still out there murdering. <laughs> 
after everything we've seen. And we just did like, we went in a circle and God, I don't want to get too off topic, but if you haven't seen the little things, I don't recommend it. It's, it's, a, it's a bore, it's a snooze fest, but. I, I, I loved it, it just, because. It went nowhere. The little things showed what happens when you let somebody with ADD write a script. <laughs> it starts at one place, goes another, like, what about that thing? Oh man. God, we had Denzel and. It's Tommy almost Malik like. Jay, I mean, he on, started guys. off. He started off writing this, going, "I'm gonna write the next True Detective," and it ended out with like, "This is like an earnest movie." <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> That's how I felt. And it, but here, I will say this: Jared Leto's performance in the little things. Something that Kevin Smith mentioned is actually something I, I had talked to my wife when we finished watching it. That should have been the Suicide Squad Joker. Sure. Agreed. Like, you know, there's a scene at the very end where he's making Rami Malek look for a body. And he keeps telling him, oh, it's over there. I'm sorry. It's the wrong way. And he's like being really like condescendingly dicky uh, about yeah. it. And like having a really good time fucking with his character. And I'm like, that's what the Joker should have been. Like, granted, Jared Leto is the kind of guy who smells his own farts and thinks this is what perfection <laughs> is. Like, I feel that about him. I feel he's the kind of guy who, if he has to rub one out, he does it only while looking himself in the mirror. Like, that's the kind of guy I feel Jared Leto is. But he is talented and he knows what to do when he's given the proper direction and context and he was given the proper direction and context in a movie that he didn't belong in in the first place but his performance like the type of character he made his guy be that should have been a joker and i feel like he's, he's bringing a little bit of that energy to zach's uh no, joker. yeah I, I completely agree i mean he, he, he well he had the long hair obviously so i think right. it was probably filmed around the same time I sure um, yeah, but he, I mean, yeah, you got that feelings like, okay, this, yeah, this is what, this is the Joker in a completely different movie. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, almost, the yeah. If, if the Joker was just above average instead of super genius, that is what right, yeah, this guy. Just, you know, like a grounded version of the Joker. Way this grounded, way grounded. Yeah, exactly. This, yeah, this is yeah, what this he's is. not, a, he's not a guy who's going to take, who's going to take out the whole city waiting for the Batman, but he's a guy who's going to fuck with one cop because he can. Right, <laughs> exactly. He wants to get a little bit of attention. Exactly. Great. I, I mean, that part was, I'll give you that much, that was part the best part of the movie yeah yeah you're uh, absolutely right one of the few few good things about that movie but um, I, to bring it all together because uh, it's HBO Max and it's Jared Leto and he's a psychopath I feel like the Snyder Joker has got a little bit of the little things energy that he learned from doing that movie and it, his Joker I feel like has been broken because in the context of like you know because they, they've been putting a lot of emphasis on like the nightmare sequence you know of the right, which, world which I think that's that's the prim- the scene that they shot the extra five minutes right. more or less was the nightmare scene and he wanted to bring Joker back who was not in the original cut exactly exactly so, and, and yeah. I feel like that to address a lot of thi- uh, moments that he felt like I said I got this opportunity let me take the opportunity you know yeah. Um, yeah. but I also feel like that Joker has been broken himself whether and i feel like what what is a way you break the joker there's only two ways you can really break the joker you somehow operate on him to give him sanity or you take away one of the things that he's so relied on that like he uses as a weapon which is like his mouth like he, he the joker psychologically guessing people's heads and so 
if you remove that aspect of it or you limit it so he sounds like a flirty kind of guy like this, uh, you know, somebody else will deliver the fly to me. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, like you've taken away all his fun. That's like that's like uh, that's like if you if you like you you kidnapped a porn star dude and you took away three quarters of, of his gifts. Uh, yeah, he's not going to be really into the scene anymore. <laughs> like, he'll still do the job. But he's like, I used to be somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so and I feel like uh, that's that's like what the Joker we're seeing is broken because he has been like mutilated like mouth wise and so now he's just left as a shadow of his former self which is why I think when he and Batman finally do meet they're not even like Joker it's more like so you're here anything yeah, that's when I was like you too huh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and I, I and so I'm hoping if if that's the kind of context I'm really excited about it now did you hear that Zack Snyder actually offer a pitched to DC that he could do a miniseries of like what happens after the the Justice League movie but you think because of the Snyder cut they'd be all into it as a miniseries I mean like a committal for like a full and they said no on that which makes me wonder if Warner Brothers DC is excited about this or they're just trying to get it out of the way so they can go back to doing the thing they want to do this is my take because I know there was a huge article on, on Vanity Fair about this which has been spread all over the place and Zack Snyder got pretty much intimate with what happened during that time and with the daughter unfortunately you know, his daughter coming suicide it was right. a big old mess right for obvious reasons mm-hmm. but it was clear even before the passing of his daughter which was like the straw right. that they had wanted no piece of him it was Zack Snyder they were already they had uh, said Jeff Johns is that his name yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Johns and someone I forgot the other guy who they were hired uh, shortly after they were trying to restructure mm-hmm. they were literally one of them had to be on set every single time they were filming so it was being babysat which he didn't appreciate but he right. went with it because he was a team player they had already brought in Josh Whedon to kind of tweak some of the, the script, the script right. and then this and this and that which again Zack Snyder was kind of going along with it but I think the plan was they were trying to move away out of the Zack Snyder business right because they just didn't like and, and he was talking about how they just did not like how Batman v Superman performed well, I mean um, but through no one's fault but his own either and, and also because oh, no, listen it's WB has just as much fault as anybody yeah. more than Zack Snyder you know, exactly. just to be honest exactly easily but and then, you know thinking that, hey who's there who's gonna take it's gonna be him fine right. but it's clear they want no piece of it they didn't want this movie made I don't know if you, if you knew the article but in the article it states how they offered him that listen you wanna release it go ahead as is right because he had mentioned he had a his rough cut on laptop which right. took with him for posterity's sake uh-huh. and he's like you know he gives him a chance to put it out there and he got the sense it was more like let's put it out there so if it's bad they can say well you see this is why we did that right you know because it's unfinished there's no music there's no special which, effects which by the way that's also cut, how no that's also how my dad taught me not to do things he would let me do it <laughs> and hurt myself and he goes you see that's why I don't want yeah. you to do it I'm like ah so you don't listen to that, me. That, is um, a, that is a that, that is that is big parent energy <laughs> from one of on that one <laughs> But their uncle swooped in, right? They, you know, that's saying, in this case, it'd be Time Warner. Yeah. After they purchased one, they say, you know what? We got you. And they're the ones that push for it because they're obviously they're trying to make a big push on the streaming world yeah. on HBO Max. It makes sense. Dolly wants, they want nothing to do with this. This could be, let's assume this comes out and we're all like, oh my God, it's amazing. Let's assume what? amazing, uh-huh. greatest thing you've ever seen. Why? Oh, they should have kept Zach. Even with that being said, there's no way they go back to that kind of vision again. Not a, not a chance in hell. Well, this is this is the way of just okay, fine. It, we had no control. Who released it? It's right. Corner. 
we want nothing to do with nothing to do. And I don't think Zack Snyder wants to even peace with Warner Brothers anymore. He just signed his deal with Netflix. Yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got that yeah. zombie movie coming out on with Netflix. Army Dead, which looks, looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, I, some, if we, I, and he has creative freedom at Netflix. And I'm really hoping he gets Arnie Hammer to be one of the zombies. <laughs> so you can method act. <laughs> <laughs> and get, the, tw- get, the, get the, 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 the social network version so you get two of them. Fantastic. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> But yeah, he wants no pieces. He doesn't want any part of the award. Right? He, I don't think he does. Not now, anyway. He's finally, look, Netflix will let you do what you want. Right. That's right? true. They do. And wait, I mean, listen, and for the way he, he just went through, this is exactly what the doctor ordered. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. This, this, movie, this movie does bad. I don't think it matters. It's good. I don't think it matters. It, it matters it, to us in terms of just the quality you know, of the I, I kind of I kind of want Marvel to pull a DC. You know, like how DC hired James Gunn when they got rid of uh, James Gunn because of all those uh, those trolls. Right, right. Or, yeah. You know, and they had to go after him. I kind of want Marvel to hire Zack Snyder to do like a, a movie about these characters that have no real context but are just flashy and bombastic and just like Zack Snyder be the fucking Zack Snyder. Like, there's so many characters that are just so bad but visually they're really interesting. Like, they just they released a comic book now that's set in the 90s where they uh, introduced Havoc and Cyclops are brothers and they're X-Men and they just revealed that they have a third brother who is half human and half Shi'ar alien and he's called he's called X the Extreme and everything you think that guy would look like from the 90s is exactly that he's got long hair a goatee a backwards baseball cap like he is so he's a he's a WWF wrestler oh man yeah 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 yeah. he he sounds like he's ECW he hasn't got a WWF yet he's just trying Build up, yeah. <laughs> it's trying to trying to get in there, but it is it is like like make a movie about him and let let Zack Snyder direct it or better. You know how they announced the uh, the new title for the Spider Man movie is No Way Home. Right, right, yeah. They're doing a lot of Spider Man stuff, and I feel like there'll be a lot of more Spider Man stuff coming in, especially because of what Spider Man Three is going to be. Apparently, going to be very multiversal. Do Spider Man the Clone Saga, which is the, the story that almost destroyed Marvel and the Spider Man IP forever, and like Zack Snyder direct that cluster fuck of a story it would be amazing like it would be you don't even have to write a script just take the best parts of the comic visually and let him make it up and you're like this was horrible but it was beautiful to watch but it was horrible but it's beautiful to watch and i feel like that like that's what i want Zack snyder does the clone saga spider-man as the marvel's like hey hey dc uh suck it we, we, we're, we're using this guy the right way we're not letting him tell a story like he has no script control whatsoever but he right. gets to visually put it all together that's what i think Zack Snyder can be very successful if he, if he if, you know rein him in yeah this is the story because he look listen like him not like him whatever the case is he's a really good director visually he's Vis- stunning amazing he's, he's top five maybe top three in the business dude his first his first zombie movie that was when they remade uh, Dawn of the Dead Dawn of the Dead uh, great if you Love that if you turn off the volume on Sucker Punch it's amazing Agreed. If yes. you if you don't know a single thing about what's going on, you're looking like this is amazing. What is going on? Like cool shit. Oh it's yeah. And then you hear like ah, oh, this is dumb. I should put the mute back on. But like visually, it is said. So you may you give him no story control, but just but just visuals and maybe editing like you know you he he's not allowed to edit by himself there has to be another producer sure. there sure. you'll get yourself exactly a fun visually stunning movie that has the most basic and simplest of stories i think it'll save it like that's that you're absolutely right about that yeah.
And but, I think that's why I'm kind of looking forward to that zombie movie coming on Netflix. I think that's going to be exactly what... That's his wheelhouse. Yeah. It's a bit bombastic, just ridiculous. 300. Now, again, a yeah, stunning exactly. visual. Amazing. Yeah, it looked great. And, and because he had no control of the story, because he's found the, of a comic book, literally, like, almost to the right. T, it, it was exactly what it needed to be. It's incredible. Yeah. Like, so, he, like I said, under the right circumstances, he can be really good. So here's... I, I, I just think that would be just, just screw the pooch, and that's their fault. Right. As far as how, the direction they took, they allowed this guy, hey, listen, you give a kid the keys, the keys to the car and he crashes it don't blame the kid exactly <laughs> that's, just, that's the bottom line so that's what happened with this so now comes the problem like well he, if he set the tone for DCEU and Wonder Woman Aquaman and Shazam for the most part lived in that world but they're trying to get out of the Zack Snyder business do you feel that ne- I want? I know the next story you're going to bring up is an extension of that yes there is this was announced officially this was in the works but I think it's now it's a go J.J. Abram, Abrams who I think is a franchise Viagra personally <laughs> he gets everything started but he he always stays his welcome yeah, for, he, but, he lasts more than four hours and it's right a- <laughs> and he should listen, 10 minutes in and out you're good right but it's a good start listen and look he, he resurrected Mission Impossible when the second one was yeah awesome. uh-huh. he resurrected the Star, the Star Trek franchise he resurrected uh, Star Wars you gotta, and you, Star Wars you gotta right? listen, say what you will about everything else but The Force Awakens is a solid reintro oh, soft reboot of the whole yeah tons amazing. of money people are yeah. back on board this mm-hmm. is what he does well so I can get on board with that. He's not directing, he's producing it for whatever that's worth. Okay. But it's his production. He hired a writer. I'm not sure. I think from what I understand. Oh, I, I, I know the writer. Tanahasi Coates. There you go. I don't want to mispronounce it. Yeah. Right. Who I, he's done like a Black Panther or things like that. Cap, right? he's, he's writing Black Panther and Captain America. Both really solid runs, by the way. But yeah. Okay. That's what I hear. I heard yeah. he has some input in the Black Panther movie with Ryan Coogler, from, from what I understand. Now, he, he's brought in to write the film. Obviously, they're going to reboot Superman, Man of Steel, whatever you want to call it. I don't right. know. But there's rumors that it's not just Superman that's the question now. And, and here comes, you know, the division, of course, is natural when you all started. Now you say potentially it seems to be a black Superman. Right. Michael B. Jordan was rumored back in the day. I don't know, that's still going to hold water. But that being said, I know, oh my God, black Superman, people go crazy and he's not black. Listen, this is not something new and Eric, you can educate us because there has been a black Superman in the past. Sort of. First of all, let me just say everyone relax about a black Superman. It could be worse. He could be Asian. Secondly, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I'm joking, obviously, but there is a precedence for this because there was a black Superman. Grant Morrison, uh, the Amazing uh, writer Grant Morrison. Uh, you could see his stuff in the uh, in the Invisibles. He did Doom Patrol, which is what has heavily influenced the Doom Patrol TV series. Is from Grant Morrison's run. So if you like that, like you're, this is the kind of crazy banana stuff you'll see. He also his new X Men revitalized the X Men at the same time it was coming out in the movies. Like he got like a, a sneak preview of the movie and took like what he liked and then built this bananas like almost like parallel world of the X-Men that complete chains or revitalized it wasn't like until he started writing new X-Men the X-Men almost felt like they were running the same motions from everything that Chris Claremont did before he left so it, it felt like they were just doing remixes of things he did Graham Morrison just came in and just tons of new ideas and just insanities and it's incredible so uh, you get that too so he was working uh, Graham Morrison was working for DC at the time he just finished an amazing run on Batman Batman that he did. If you ever read Grant Morrison's Batman, it is insane, amazing. Like whatever you think Batman can do, Grant Morrison kicks it to a bazillion, <laughs> and it's incredible. So 
he did a storyline where he was uh, doing about different uh, multiverses in the DC universe. And one of the universe introduced the idea of a black Superman. Now, his Superman looked a little bit more like Obama, and he was actually president of the United States. So he was oh, Superman while being president. So imagine all the stuff that happens in the DC universe on, on the reg about aliens or, or monsters or all this kind of stuff. And instead of the president going, get me Superman, he's like, this is a job for me. And you go and handle it. <laughs> and it was dope. Super well done. And he had multiple, several appearances throughout the, the years since then. And so if that's the Superman they're going to do, you already know that the Flash movie is coming in. So they're already going to introduce the multiverse in the DC sure. universe. So I don't really care. Like it's, if, if you're doing the multiverse version of that, where it's that uh, Superman, cool. If you're not and you're doing like a full reboot on it, fantastic i mean i don't really care about the ethnicity of a character i care about the character i mean if you still say he he was raised by farmers i'm like i don't know how many black farmers there are in kansas so it's gonna be, you might have to adjust a few of these things but overall as long as he's still a guy who believes in the core principles of what makes america great you know like truth and justice and now what if he wants america to be great again you know i think once you have that difference of the two if you focus on what makes america great he's Superman's always going to be a great character. To me, it really doesn't matter. And if you do a multiverse version where he's part of the United States, that's actually even cooler because you're going to see stuff you've never seen before. It's no longer going to be Clark Kent putting glasses on so you don't realize it's him. It's going to be he's in the White House and like there's a like a Cuban Missile Crisis situation and there's a giant robot attacking the city and he has to be responsible for both. That's crazy. I've never seen anything like that before. And after what DC has given us so far, I'll take something different. <laughs> Like I said, well, let me let me ask you this before I sure. jump to this part of it. Now, now was he Kryptonian? He was. He was. Okay. Okay, he, gotcha. was okay. he was Kryptonian. He was Kryptonian. So um, I, I, you know, I yeah, mean, I, what I don't want to see because listen, I don't care if he's black. It doesn't matter, right? Right. I mean, let me wrong. I'm still in a position where I still want them to finish, continue Kal-El's story, Henry Cavill. I would like to see that. I really do. Sure. But this is a no way to go. Fine. This is a separate character. This is not going to replace that version of Superman. Right. Mean, another Superman, whatever. But I don't want this to all of a sudden. I know the writer, he got involved Black Panther. The last thing I want to see is them making race an issue in this film. Right. Like, for example, he comes, he's caught, he's not a farmer, but he grew up in fucking Compton or some nonsense. Right. I don't want to see Yeah, that. yeah, Cause yeah. Because that, that's when you're going to get the complaint. And, I'm, I, and I have to, so I'm like, yeah, okay, you guys are right. We don't want to see Superman. We don't want to see racial division or, oh my God, in the hood and this and that. And, you know. Like, it could be a thing that, that, that the America uh, is is less trustworthy at, of him at first because he's black and there is racial tension. But it should not be the, the tentpole of like the, the right. whole story built around that like, and I really hope they don't go that route because I think that would just kind of diminish what Superman is essentially. he's an alien he doesn't do with anything right? exactly so you want to talk about immigration fine yeah <laughs> Okay, there's a sure. better argument about that than racial equality with Superman. As long know? as this Superman was not brought on Earth from like an intergalactic slave ship, I think we're fine. Right. I think oh my God, that'd be, even, that'd be so on the nose. Oh, I oh really, my God. I, <laughs> I, I might walk out of the theater and like, okay, I'm not why. I can't. Because, because, because now it becomes pandering. To, and I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Give me a good Superman. Uh, I, I will I say, movie, what if you know? they went completely off the rails and it's still... Clark Kenserman, but he's doing blackface. Would that be too much? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Everyone's going, I don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> like, uh, little- hey, guys. I'm like, nope, nope. This is nope. Oh, I'm out. Oh, oh, he's black, but just paints himself white. Uh, oh, Clark Kent. oh, oh, oh you, you, you know what? You know <laughs> what? It would be kind of awesome. It would be kind of awesome that he's a black Superman, but to hide his identity, he holograms himself as a white guy. Holy <laughs> that'd be, crap. That that'd would be, just, be. That'd be such a middle finger. To, oh, my God. It'd be. A, it would be a, fan- beyond belief. Oh. Be amazing and bold. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? That would be it. Clark Kent's still it white, but he a nightmare. Oh, be black lives I would, all over again. Oh my god! Oh, oh no! I, I, are you kidding me? I think it'd be even better because it, it, no. uh, yeah, dude, the whole movie could be a statement of like secretly white people wish you were black and powerful, and that, uh, that or, would, or you could take it as like all black people want to be white. It, it, it goes no, what, no, uh, <laughs> it, it, all, all black people have to pretend to be white to be safe, but when they're true, right. they're strong, and I'm like, oh my god, that's that's the movie I want. Now you, uh, if if I don't get this, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> no, 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 listen, the, the internet will explode. Oh, forget like it. That that, that would be amazing. I, I, that's why I don't, I don't I don't think they should. Obviously, obviously, obviously. I, I mean, yeah, uh, listen. This is this 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 is a this is this the is, kind of movie pitch you do on, on cocaine and Red Bull. Like it's right, nothing exactly. good about this any is, of this. This is a Dave Chappelle version. Of <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, get, get, get Dave Chappelle. Don Hill. Oh, get Dave Chappelle's Jor El. Oh, that's. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> The greatest movie of all time. Are you kidding uh, me? Yeah. Eddie Murphy can play the, you know, Nono uh, Cretone, the father, whoever. Oh, Eddie Murphy, yeah. Eddie Murphy is Lex Luthor. Oh, and you get Dave Chappelle as Jor-El. Chris Rock, Chris Rock is Pa Kent. Oh my God, Chris uh, yeah. Pa is, oh, Chris Rock is Pa Kent. Yes, please. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen is, is Kevin Hart. You know, oh my God, get all the big ones. That's, oh my God. Yeah. This is fantastic. This is, it, it's not, uh, it sounds like the cast are coming to America too now. I think we're getting everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I'll throw in Tyler Perry. He can be a uh, executive know, producer. No, uh, or Mark Kent. Mark Kent. That'd be kind of funny. Uh, uh. So you know, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Sign this a genius. Oh man, listen, uh, we, we will either oh, win all the Oscars or or bury a studio. It's oh one of the two. Uh, we'll be canceled in five minutes, but that's okay. It's worth it. Oh. Uh, but that being said, I mean, let's see. Obviously, that's a wait and see kind of thing. Of course. But let's stick with DC. Yeah. Um, because and I'm and I'm kind of I'm very very happy and very excited because I've been championing for this for a long time on my other podcasts. All right. Uh, cheap plug, your mentors podcast, R E E L. Um, and we've <laughs> talked about I've ch- championed this because during this whole time, the whole Me Too movement and all that's going on and the misrepresentation of Hollywood and all mm-hmm. that, I get it, right? Right. But I only counted. If you're a woman or if you're black, what about the Latino man, dude? The largest minority population in this country who is grossly underrepresented. underrepresented. Yeah, grossly underrepresented. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. You I mean, to, listen, our turn. This is our turn. Listen, I used to, I used to, I used to do a joke that uh, as a nerd, the uh, I I I watched Star Wars and I watched Star Trek, and I have no Hispanics whatsoever on anything. And the Ever? The, the closest Ever? thing the closest thing I ever got was in Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. There was a character there called Chicote, which means footstank in Spanish, and that's not <laughs> what you want as a representation. <laughs> that's not the, now, that's like a representation. <laughs> now, I will say, Star Wars has stepped it up with Pablo Pascal as as Din Djarin and Rosario Dawson I w- I as. Give you that in terms of Star Wars, yes, yes, but yeah, there's the, there's. I, the, I, 
I, I won't count Isaac. Uh, Isaac. He's Latin. He's Latino, but he's an Uncle Tommy. You, you ask him, Isaac, stop it. Really? Come on. I don't want to hear it. And his last name is something else. It sounds Latino. So he chose to be disassociated with our kind so he can kiss my ass. So he doesn't count. Because I know he's going to be Moon Knight tomorrow. I don't want to hear that shit. I, I don't want to hear I, it. He's I, Latino. I'm, I, I'll take it. I, I, I'll take anything I can get. Like, basically, Hispanics, Hispanics in sci-fi is like me at an all-you-can-eat buffet. I know this is probably not all great, but I'll take everything I can because it's here. <laughs> I mean, we have no choice. However, <laughs> things are looking up. I'm happy because if you want to count Isaac, Isaac, fine. Whatever. I, I don't count him, but fine. Whatever. I will. I, I get it if you do. Sure. But two, two big things. One is that uh, we mentioned the Flash movie. Sure. Which is starting into film and all that. And they just cast Supergirl, which I was surprised about. And someone named Sasha Calle who does yes. daytime TV, who mm-hmm. is of Colombian descent. There you go, man. Who has Calle, a real last Isaac, a real last name, <laughs> who's donning the cape of Supergirl. So that's exciting. You know, I don't know how big a role she's going to have. And, 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 and she's going to be in the, in, the, in the Flash movie, right? And she's going to be in the Flash movie. If, you know, they, if they were really ballsy, like, they would put her also in, in the new Black Superman movie. I, why not, dude? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I would love it. Like, like you could, yeah. Could. Like, let's really show Krypton as not just a white paradise. Like, let's really show like exactly. it is a multinational group of They're different culture, and they all, yeah. And why not everyone look like this? Somebody else? It, of I, course. I almost feel like, and I know Marvel got a lot of slack for this, but I actually enjoyed it. Is when they made. As guardians, all different races. Like I'd like that because, like, yeah, you, you know, if sure. you're if you're space gods, why would why? Of course, yeah, I agree. You should be you should be orange and purple. Like that's what you should be. But if you're gonna be space gods that look like humans, then you should be all races and everything like that. And you and you can choose as a society to a overlook right? Yeah, but that's like that. I think it's, it's it's a cool hire. I think it's a cool hire. I haven't yeah. seen it, I've seen it once or twice. Per, not, you know, not a whole lot. But listen. And, and I think there's one of those wait and see, like, if, if she really hits it off on screen, they may just give her own film. That's one, I, I can see this happening where, let's put her on, let's see how the, how the fans react, maybe the was a very cool character. I, she may have a small scene, and okay, now let's make it I will movie. say, in the comic books, Supergirl, one of the things they did to differentiate her from Superman is that where Superman is always trying to, like, keep his powers in check, you know, and not lose control, Supergirl is written that she is notorious for having a really bad temper so she's a good person she's sweet but when her that switch goes off you know some people say when i get so mad i just see red fake man so as a colombian girl hell yes puerto rican for that oh yeah well no because then she's gonna have (laughs) too much she's gonna have a kryptonite switchblade we don't need that that's just uh, too much (laughs) but puerto rican people but you know what i'm saying Uh, i'm I'm not lying that's what i'm saying so uh but yeah i mean like if they if they make a colombian and they hammer in that like that hair trigger like when she loses it no one's gonna be like oh my god how could she They'll be like yeah that totally makes sense i think i dated that girl one time like that's gonna be <laughs> perfect so i i hope i, I yeah I, i'm curious where they go with this but i'm glad listen i'm glad with presentation and on that note that's not all that's super exciting all. oh my god because this was announced a long time ago but it was something that's called quote-unquote in the works which doesn't mean anything in hollywood it, sure in the works means nothing absolutely but now a director and a writer have been hired so it pretty much means it's a go Dope. For a DC property uh, called the Blue Beetle, which is based off a Mexican hero, superhero. It, it right? is. It is. I, well, first of all, this is the first I've heard of it. Do you know who the writer director are? Ah, oh, man, I gotta go back. It was unknown. I can I can check it out. While, um, well, while you're checking out, I'll, I'll, I'll give. Know about, what, what Blue Beetle? I'll is. give. 
you go. So Blue Beetle is uh, originally, like, I believe a Golden Age character where he was a dude who uh, found this, like, uh, scarab. He was, like, an archaeologist, and he found the magic scarab. And when he when he held it, he got the powers of the Blue Beetle, which basically uh, he wasn't Superman level, but he was strong, and he can, uh, you know, uh, almost like a Spider-Man level in terms of strength, you know? Um, and then he uh, retired or died. And then the second Blue Beetle was actually a guy called called Ted Cord, which is the Blue Beetle I grew up with. And Blue Beetle, that Blue Beetle was almost like uh, Spider-Man without the superpowers, just the, the intellect. So he, uh, oh, if you have a better idea of it, if you ever watched The Watchmen, Owlman is based off the Blue Beetle. Oh, so he has, a, a, the, the, his ship looks like a giant Blue Beetle. He has all these gadgets and stuff like that. And he was just a guy who fought crime. He tried his best, but he wasn't great at it. One of the best things he ever did with him was they had, they teamed him up with another character called Booster Gold. And they almost became like the Laurel and Hardy or the uh, the Abbott and Costello of the Justice League, where everyone there was like super badass superpowers, and these guys were like, uh, you want to do something? Yeah, let's go. And they would just get into the, these wacky little side adventures, and they were like legit funny. They were like one of the best things that came out of the 80s Justice League. And then unfortunately, uh, Blue Beetle got killed off, which weirdly enough, he was killed off by Max Lord, which you recently saw in the new uh, Wonder Woman movie. So that was, the, that was the big reveal that Maxwell Lord has been a villain this whole time after like 15 years of publication is he, he shot Blue Beetle on the head. So it was like, a, it was like, oh snap, it's on. And that's how you knew like Maxwell Lord's got a whole other plan and the whole thing like that. But then when he died and then they settled on this uh, Hispanic Mexican character called Jamie Reyes, he once again found a blue scarab, but instead of this one being magically powered, it was a piece of alien tech. And so this blue scarab buried himself into his, like his spine. And it basically think of the venom suit, but instead of like a black ooze, it's like blue liquid metal tech so it builds around him and it and so he and he communicates with the tech and so like the the tech like feeds off like what he's thinking or what he's feeling so if he feels like he's in danger the tech will take over and like make him super strong and souped up and weaponry he's gotta try to fight the tech from killing indiscriminately and if you watch a lot of the uh the young justice cartoon series you'll see this blue beetle there uh if you watch any of the Teen Titans that was done during the DC animated movies where they were uh, taking inspiration from the new 52 era of DC, you'll see the Blue Beetle and those cartoons as well. Really easy character, super fun. It's a mix of like teen angst, like, oh, I'm learning all these powers and trying to figure out myself what I'm going to do with a lot of like elements of like the last Starfighter. Because you're exposed to this thing, these aliens are, you know, come to get you and you discover you're part of a bigger thing that you even knew was was possible. It has a lot of elements to that. Uh, almost like a reverse Green Lantern because when Green Lantern finds a ring, like. okay. he, he finds out he's part of the Green Lantern Corps, but when Jimmy Reyes starts discovering more about the, the Blue Scarab, he realizes that it's actually part of like an evil alien uh, society. That's kind of cool because it'll, it'll put up a lot for them then. Yeah, that sense, I, I, interesting. Very much so. So, I, I, so, I, and you could do it so many different ways. Like, you know, so many uh, you know ways to kind of like uh, to frame that story, the world. That that sounds really exciting. Uh, did you find out who the writer yeah, director is? Or? Yeah, I did. So now okay. we have. It is going to be based on Jamie Reyes. Or cool. Reyes, what I want to say. Right. So as far as that version of it, and the director, he's not super well known, mm-hmm. but he is of Latin descent, so that's a good thing. Cool. Uh, it's going to be. 
um, which I just had it here and I lost it. And the writer is also um, Latino as well. Uh, Manuel Soto is the director. Okay. I know he did Charm City Kings. I remember that movie, which isn't bad. And the writer, I, I don't know her, Gareth Alcocer. I All right. All Latino. So that's good. So obviously, this gonna, you know they're going to keep it that way, which they should. So this could be our Black Panther for Latino culture out there. Finally. That, that would be dope. I would like to see that. We're uh, getting some justice here, if you are no pun intended. <laughs> 30 years of this nonsense. All we have is... His character name is Luis. I feel almost in the minority of a minority because I'm Brazilian. So I have well, a very limited exposure of what my culture is. I mean, there's one X-Men that showed up in the movie The New Mutants. Uh, it wasn't as bad as... As X-Men Dark Phoenix, but it also wasn't as tolerable as X-Men Apocalypse. So it's <laughs> it's a it's a weird sublet world that's very disappointing. Listen. One thing at a time. That I know. The, okay, the, listen. Uh, I'm I'm waiting. And as a Marvel steps, guy, right? And as a Marvel <laughs> guy, I would like I would like to see my culture uh, represented in in, sure. in, in in here. But you know what? I'll 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 take Blue Beetle. Take, uh, I'll take it, Blue Beetle. It, it, it's a big step. It's a big Latina, step. I know. Obviously, a Latina actress at least portraying Supergirl. It's a big. That's a high profile role. Yeah. Uh, potentially. So that that that's good. That's good news. And it's Michael Pena. There we go. Michael Pena. I, and yeah, by the way, Blue. I will also accept an Asian person in brownface as an hispanic here yeah, as well fine. so yeah, i'll take yeah, that okay, i'll take that i'll take it that's fine I'll, 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 listen i'm 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 really not stingy uh, <laughs> if you just tell me this is who you're supposed to be i'm like i'll play along for today okay sure <laughs> and, and speaking of michael pena because obviously listen I'll, I'll, I'll say this out of love is that michael pena your services as the only latin representation are no longer necessary <laughs> which is very similar to what someone else uh someone got the same kind of news from disney of course, that is Gina Carano, yes. former MMA star and also former uh, American Gladiator. People don't know about that. I don't. Yeah, she did. She played. Uh, she was crushed. That was her character. Ah. Um, it's a long time ago. But anyway, so she was uh, no longer uh, serves no longer required. She was fired from Mandalorian. Right. They told her this is the way out of here. <laughs> Pack your bags and get out because <laughs> she can't help herself and can't stay off Twitter, which is something very common these days. So a lot of controversy behind this. Um, we appreciate your service, but you can grow goo yourself. <laughs> yeah, you can get good, you can forgo all those millions of dollars you potentially could have had. Yeah. Now you're stuck with uh, doing some movie Ben Shapiro production company, some of that. Wow. That so is, uh, we, we heard all this. So yeah. I, it's a lot, there's a lot to chew on, right? Yeah. That we can dive into. So I, listen, this, this all stemmed because I think back in October, November, there were some tweets that she made. One about the coronavirus, specifically about, you know, I don't think masks were necessary. I don't think she believed that masks were necessary. Not a big deal. I don't think that's a big deal. Fine, don't wear a mask. That's on you, right? Ultimately, I don't think that's offensive per se, maybe. And then she made some comments which were taken out of misconstrued with some of the pronoun things with this transgender community. And it was a big misunderstanding that people were, you know, having a hissy fit. Now, as this was going on, Disney was, I don't say warning her, but advising her of, you know, for her to behave accordingly when it comes to, to your tweets and you know issue an apology and things like that right so she had been warned because obviously they went through it with james gunn who got fired for right. he made like 10 years ago so i don't think they want to go through that fiasco again not the same situation because 10 year old text is not the same thing as a month old text right it's not the same thing. right so again she just had another tweet which I, I didn't think it was bad but you know it's not just woke be woke when you are comparing yourself to a group of people that were systematically annihilated sure it's bad what but especially when your group is is it a group that usually denies that that even happened? <laughs> <laughs> the irony. 
That um, I think that's where the like. Say, what? Did he, wait, but, but, but it wasn't offense. It was it was insensitive. Sure, but she, I don't think she was saying anything, anything about the Jewish community itself. Like, but you're you're, you're, Jews you're, this, you're, Jews you're Jews or that. It's just you just compare yourself to a situation which has no business being compared to. Right. Like, there's and, no and, and, and only and only because as well they were removed because they were used as political scapegoats by having a common enemy and then systematically wiped out in the most darkest evil way possible. Sure. They weren't wiped out because they didn't accept an election result. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't wiped out because the letter J was telling them secret things about how the German government was working. So it's way different. You were That's the, the thing. They were creating. It was just. It was. It was dumb. It was. It was. It was dumb. It was. It was. It was like that in, within itself. I mean, obviously, that's not the reason she got fired. Right. It's it's part of it. But I'm saying if, if this is the only tweet she made and she got fired, then it, take issue with it. Right. But it wasn't. She's she's right. right. There's been this, this has been going on since season one. You know, there's been like, hey, hey, hey. And there's only so many times, right. you know, exactly. once again, thinking about like movie studios as parents, there's only so many times you got to you can tell your kid, hey, don't leave your stuff on the floor before you get a consequence for leaving your stuff on the floor. And I feel like that's that's why I'm now. He unbuckled the belt and said, let's do this. And uh, to put it to put a, to put a Spanish parents. Bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever else you could find, but but listen, and, and I don't fault. Look, this they can do what they want. It's their company, fire hire, whoever. That's that's on them, right? I, I'm not gonna bemoan them because they fired her for this. That's their decision. I get it because Disney has an image to maintain. I get it, right? But let's be real here. You know, Carano, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, man. Why are you tweeting. You yeah. Just, nobody cares what. You, no one cares what anybody has to say on Twitter. Not just her, any, but nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear that. You can't say stuff like that. And, and, and ultimately, the thing is this, man. Like, if you uh, want to disagree with with something, have a factual point by point basis it's not as sexy as bringing it down to like 280 characters but if you're like hey i don't think this is right because of xyz and it's well thought out and executed and has verifiable points people are like i mean i agree with this person but that point is rock solid listen she cost herself a lot too if she's in star wars for christ a successful star wars show we have you can't even said that ever it's not just successful it's saving the brand it's like, the brand and it's like Dude, <laughs> come on. She was going to get a spinoff. She going to make big money. Was. Merchandise. Was. All this stuff. Was. Was. All this was going down. And she just... Yeah. Because God forbid she can't tweet for Christ's sake. And I, I just hope I that... here go, but I don't blame Disney. I get it. And that's her fault. Let me tell you something. I've, I when, I when I've done shows in like red states, I've had club owners come up to me and goes, hey, listen, don't do these kind of jokes because it's going to sour everybody. And so I'm just letting you know, like, just don't do these jokes. And because I wanted to get paid after I performed, I didn't do jokes. Of that course. And, and, and I'm an idiot. So if I can understand the idea of like, <laughs> of oh, you mean if, if I don't do this the change this little aspect of it not i'm gonna deny my own beliefs i'm just not gonna talk about these things because i still want to get money when i fin- finish talking get money it's 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 a fun job but it's still a job so you gotta you know right. that you can't forget about that it's like an image and disney above all has the biggest image to protect and not for nothing but let's not forget people aren't going did you watch that show with the girl with the rebel tattoo oh, in her cheek <laughs> no they're like did you watch the show with the baby yoda you mean grogu no baby yoda, yoda. and the mandalorian <laughs> that never takes his armor off that's that's who everyone talks about no so, one says, oh, where's Crush now? Yeah. He's a Mandalorian. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Did you hear about uh, the girl who used to be Fast and Furious? Now she's a Star Wars? No, I didn't hear about that at all. <laughs> well, you won't either. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
as a quick little button the whole thing because Disney said they're no longer going to be working with her or her character all the Cara Dune action figures have skyrocketed on the secondary market oh, like, so and, and so basically the right toy collectors are now paying like massive amounts of money to get those dolls because it's never going to be produced again, quote unquote. Uh, and I just love the idea because I know a lot of Hispanic and black toy collectors who are selling them their toys to like these really ultra conservatives to stick it to Disney. And I'm like, you're helping minorities make money off your dumb rage. And that to me is the funniest thing out of all this. <laughs> Oh, you got to love it, man. But hey, God bless her. Do what you got to do, what you gotta do. The world will keep on spinning. Trust me, Disney's going to keep making money. Uh, I, I will say, when, when her movie comes out with Ben Shapiro, we totally have to watch and review that because it's going to be such a shit fest. Oh, my God. I think it is. Because, listen, she's not, she was never that talented to begin with. No. I'm going to be wrong. But, I mean, she's very limited what she can do. Uh-huh. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I start watching. She's done, like, Deadpool, but small roles. I know they try to, yeah. they try to make her star in a movie Haywire. Like, there right. you go. It's, it's not going to work. She's like, uh, what's this guy? Batista. Well, no, I think Batista has yeah, more range more talented, Yeah, right? way more talented. Her. She yeah, is, talented, exactly. She's almost... But, but he's gotten better over the years. He's improved. And I think she could have gone that same route here's, now that she, she had Disney behind her. She has Beyonce's acting ability. <laughs> but she has the draw of somebody who used to be on American Gladiators. <laughs> Good old crush. <laughs> when she was actually fit and thin back then. I don't want to oh, body shame. Yeah, we're not body shaming. We're not, we're not, she's an athlete. What are you doing? Oh, well, you know, to, to, to be fair, now. did you not see Bobby Blanks on the, uh, those guy commercials? That guy's not ripped the way you used to. You know, when you get to, like, not well, have to compete anymore. Ripped they, and, like, getting, you know, but dude, she's just, you know. Well, to, uh, look, to, to be fair, she she is, I heard she is a bit of a method actor because after Alderaan died, she ate all her feelings. <laughs> her character did that. She, she did it for the That's character, true. not she for her. Depressed. For I, the I, character. That's a whole lot of galactic ice cream. Well, I, a lot. Yeah, know. man. That's why she, fair she, enough. she you know, okay. you know, you, you, she, she went to a planet full of blue shrimp. It's a lot of calories. <laughs> it's just not, you know, where you want to go for to be, be fit. And they're not going to replace it, by the way. That's what I heard. Which I think that's the right move. What, why bring more attention to this? It doesn't make any sense. Just you can cast someone else, call call her whatever, and then whatever she be the character that she's supposed to be, have been playing and stuff. But either way, that is our nerdy nuggets, guys. This has been Nerds Planning. Thanks for uh, tuning in and listening to us. Well, I guess a nice way would be assholes about all the fun things that we love. Uh, and if you want to follow us, please. Uh, listen to our podcast on Instagram. We have Nerdsplaining Pod, or you can follow us on Twitter at Nerdsplaining underscore. My name has been Eric Da Silva. If you want, you could uh, follow me online at Da Silva Comedy. Also, my album Adorably Offensive is online. I'll sell online pretty much everywhere you would get album, comedy albums. And Jose, once again, tell the good people where Real Mentor is. Absolutely, you can catch me on my podcast where all podcasts can be heard. The Real Mentors Podcast, R E E L. We dive into a lot of minor nerd stuff but mainly we talk about movies and specifically tv as far as what to see and not to see sounds great guys thank you so much and this is nerds playing podcast if you don't know now you know peace peace